2: Time and it's feeling right.
1: You're looking for a love that lasts. You'll find, find it at romance romance the Podcast. Ooh, ooh, baby, you had me at hello. Ooh, I love you. I know. Ooh, ooh, baby, you the wind
3: beneath my wings. Ooh, ah, I'll have what she's having.
0: Thank you for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had us at Hello. I'm Paige Wesley.
3: I'm Mikey Randolph.
2: And I'm Todd Schlosser. And this week, Paige made us watch Head
3: Head Over Heels.
0: Heels. I have to apologize in advance as well, because somebody posted this in the Facebook group. I was like, oh, my God, that movie is bonkers. We have to watch it. I looked. There were streaming options. And then by the time we recommended it. They were all gone. There was no streaming. My theory is that by the time you recommended it, Freddie Prince Jr. realized it was
2: streaming somewhere and demanded it be taken down. (laughs) He looks good in this movie. He looks good.
0: That's about it. Uh, I feel like it's not
3: a problem that millions of people can't watch this.
0: No. Anyway, we all had to buy DVD copies on Amazon, and today was a waiting game to see when we would all get our DVD copies, and everyone got one. Except for me, uh, I had to find a way to mm, not quite legally watch this online. Uh, and I literally got to the end of the movie and Jake walks in. And he's like, your DVD came. And I was just like, great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fantastic. So here's what I suggest. I suggest you sign yours, page, You mail it to us. We'll sign ours <laughs> and mail it to you. And then we <laughs> raffle these motherfuckers off because oh that'd be so fun i feel like people need to experience these movies and why not try and win your signed copy just join the facebook group we'll put all details on how to get it
3: i feel like we should sign a corner and then we start have the fans ship it to each other and each of them sign it
0: <laughs> like flat stanley but like after you you have to watch it and then sign it and then pass yeah. it it'll off. be the
3: sisterhood of the traveling pants but the bad movie that is head over heels I was thinking more like The Ring.
0: (laughs) You're just just infecting everyone with the movie? Well, I infected both of you, so there's that.
3: Yeah, well, I have had this conversation before.
2: That's what Mikey oh. said after his first threesome. Well, I've infected <laughs> both of you.
3: <laughs> and they're like, "With what?" And I was like, "Love."
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like this
3: joke has gone. I don't know, like maybe forty-five seconds too far.
0: No, no, no <laughs> cuts, no cuts, <laughs> no cuts. <laughs> Sometimes I realize
2: when I'm talking to you guys that we need someone who will stop yes-ending us, or we're gonna end up <laughs> robbing a bank as a bit. <laughs> oh my god, let's do it.
0: <laughs> we gotta talk about this movie. Yes. we gotta talk about All this right, movie. All right, so. Paige,
2: clearly this was not your first time with this movie. When was the first time you saw it?
0: Absolutely not. Oh, God. I think I was uh, college, I would say. All right. So
2: walk me through what happened and why you went to see it.
0: I didn't go to see it. Somebody infected me th- with this movie <laughs> as I have infected you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it it <laughs> truly is like The Ring. And I remember somebody being like, oh, my God, I love this movie so much. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. You have to watch it." And I don't even remember who. Okay. Did they love it? like? No, I definitely think it was ironic love. I think it's... It's one of those things where, like, they were like, Paige will appreciate how insane this is. Yes. And that's how I got infected with this movie. And it's one of those things where I feel like every once in a while, I run into people who love this movie and it's just their secret like isn't this movie fucking nuts how did this get made this was made in like 2001 Freddie prince jr was like so fucking famous when this was out like yeah how did this make it through the cracks what happened and then also there is a subversive humor to this movie that i love and i'm just like who let this script get through like this movie is dark and bonkers in a way that i love because it's as crazy as the lucky one or night before christmas but it's also sarcastic and mean this movie leans so far into weird and i love it
2: oh yeah this is a great movie you should ask everyone if they've seen and if they like it because it's so bad it's impossible not to watch every frame of These are people worth spending time with. I don't think anyone (laughs)
0: legitimately loves this movie. I think everyone loves this movie, ironically. I think it's impossible to watch it. I agree. This movie
2: is objectively terrible, but I
0: fucking (laughs) loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah it's like cheesy sci-fi as a romantic comedy
0: it's so bad but then there are sections of the movie that i'm like this movie knows how bad it is and it's just leaning into it
3: you see but like america back then was just like especially hollywood in the late 90s early 2000s they had some good movies but they also had some like we know you stupid fucks will love this (laughs) We we didn't even try here just take this
0: here here's what i think is crazy about this movie it abandons the rom com of, of it almost immediate like when she sees what she thinks she sees this is no longer a normal rom-com no this is a, it's a murder mystery yeah why the yeah. fuck did anybody write this movie
3: well it's okay it abandons the murder mystery plot for the third act where it goes action movie yes, yes. <laughs> yeah which i think is the weakest When he threw those (laughs) knives In that lobby
0: He is not cut out to be an action hero (laughs) Is he not an FBI agent
2: armed with a gun No He's armed with knives like every FBI agent
0: You (laughs) idiot Why would they have guns No, He does have a gun because he pulls a gun Just a scene or two later He chooses knives He has guns chooses knives. Gun by occupation, knives by hobby. Let's do this. (laughs) Two guys
3: were about to try to shoot him and he throws knives at him like Steven Seagal. He
2: chose a non-lethal option. Get off his dick about it, Mike. First off A knife is a lethal option (laughs) Not the way he throws it, (laughs) Mikey Unless you're a fly on the wall He only wants to stick your clothing to walls
3: (laughs) Oh my god This
0: movie
2: is
3: terrible (laughs) I have a real question for you too Is this movie worse than Remember Me?
0: No, 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 no no. This is way more watchable than
3: Remember Me Yes, (laughs) absolutely I'll
2: say this though This movie didn't have the opportunity to have Freddie Prince Jr. die in 9 11 because it happened a few months
0: before 9 11.
3: (laughs) So we can fairly say, as an FBI agent, he didn't do his job very well.
0: Yes. Here's the thing with Remember Me. I feel bad for making anyone watch Remember Me. (laughs) And so should you, Mikey. (laughs) This movie. I I don't want the title of The True Ring to be taken from me. <laughs> this, this movie. I'm like, you gotta watch it. Like, yeah. L- let me show you the good shit. Paige, it is
2: like a lean in real close and be like,
3: oh, you gotta watch this movie, dog. <laughs> it's so terrible. Like, it's you're right. It's just so terrible. It comes back from the other end. <laughs> Guys, speaking of coming back from the other end, Freddie Prince
2: Jr. destroys the toilet in this movie. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yes. It's and like insane. a very realistic sounding diarrhea scene. That is not
2: very <laughs> realistic, Mikey. Unless you're pooping out your internal organs No one does it for that <laughs> he long He was
3: sick No one poops with a tie thrown over their shoulder Unless <laughs> they don't feel good
0: <laughs> I remembered that scene And then in listening to it this time I was just like this is way more extreme than I remember He should go to a hospital <laughs> Yes he should be
2: in a hospital On liquids because he's lost all of it Through his porthole But I mean seems <laughs> like that or
0: what make me like Spot other people on the street And just see in their eyes That they can appreciate a movie of this caliber And then yeah. just pull them in close And just be like I'm not gonna have red beans for dinner <laughs> And make that and, and then we
2: share it Holy shit man We definitely gotta get into this movie though Because we got a lot to talk about In pretty
0: much every scene We do We open on a shot of Iowa for no reason It takes about two seconds We never come back to it That's my favorite part It opens on a
2: farm town in Iowa in Iowa that we fully never see again they establish a scene and immediately rip us away from it I was like wow okay cool thanks
0: yeah she's like no now I'm in New York where all men lie and I have the worst judgment and it's the classic early 2000s late 90s rom-com voiceover and she takes us through her like history with dudes where like her grade school boyfriend left her for somebody with boobs. Her high school boyfriend left her for another dude. And now she restores paintings for the Mets.
3: Okay, so that's a big jump. We have two boyfriends in grade school. And then like, I'm a recluse in like adulthood, which is...
0: Also, I just realized that I said <laughs> restores paintings for the Mets. But it's the Met Museum. Yeah, I was not about to say Mets something. I wanted so badly to be like, what about the Yankees? Does <laughs> no one restores paintings for the Yankees?
3: The Yankees like that modern trash pop. Art okay
0: <laughs> uh, no, the, the Metropolitan Museum Of Art. No cuts Paige No cuts. Uh, she works with her best friend Who is what I would Describe as art lesbian. Yeah she's Four non-blondes lesbian. Yes Exactly and then Three old women who just Fight with each other and say hilarious Shit. Oh you mean the three old fates <laughs> Yes they are Purely there for comedic relief And nothing else and i love it
2: and they're nailing it are they they're nailing it like they're nailing that old guy who runs the
3: department
0: at least one of them is boning that dude thank you Paige.
3: how do you think the paintings get messed up
0: (laughs) you think they're boning on the paintings age
3: yeah age of you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: yeah they're advanced age you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs)
0: anyway their boss comes in and is like amanda i need your help i've got this painting it's bad and it's titian's bacchanal and it's in very bad shape and there's one whole face in it that's completely lost and so she's going to try and repair it and as he's talking to her one of the old ladies walks by and slaps his butt yeah yeah and amanda gets weak in the knees over the painting and when people ask her about it, she's like, well, it's because these people were in love and stayed in love till the day they died. And they're like, no, no, they these didn't. aren't real. people. Yeah. These aren't real people. If they were, she'd be pregnant in two years and he'd be banging a barmaid. And she basically is like, maybe that's why I like art. And they're like, cool. But speaking of real life, aren't you supposed to go home to your boyfriend? And she's like, oh my god, right. So she goes home.
2: Oh yeah, and her boyfriend has given that model the dead wood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was Nailed gonna it. like be in this
0: movie.
3: No. Well,
0: he wasn't. He wasn't that famous at this point. Yeah. No. Yeah, he was. He, Tiffany. O- Tiffany. Cuts. T- uh, <laughs> Tiffany Oliphant. <laughs> anyway, so it's Timothy Oliphant. The model is literally on top of him. Like yes. he's. Inside it and she's like this is not What it looks like and she's like well It kind of looks like you're having sex with a Model in our bed like what Am I missing but she doesn't really have
2: Any emotion at all she doesn't Even really seem surprised and or upset Which I thought was bonkers (laughs) Where she's Just like Again Well yeah So I was like Oh this movie is terrible And then I realized That this movie is terrible But like in the bad (laughs) way Like I thought That that would be The most like
0: egregious Crazy thing that happened
1: No
2: Uh,
0: My favorite was When you started Watching this movie And you texted me You're like Paige This movie is terrible Yeah And then literally Seconds later You were like This movie is amazing (laughs) (laughs) Actually it was that scene
2: Where Timothy Oliphant Was shooting That's when I said The it's terrible Because it is just terrible at that point, which is, it's like seven minutes in. Like, it's so fast that all that happens. And then, like, a few scenes later, when Hamlet starts, like, straight up humping her, I was like, oh, no, this fucking, this stuff is awesome.
0: <laughs> this is an this awesome movie, slaps. movie. Yeah. We cut to, she's over at her friend's house from work, and she's basically talking through her relationship drama. And her friend is like, well, have you ever felt weak in the knees over a guy? And she's like, no. And her friend is clearly trying to get her, like, yeah, so there's only one bed here. So, like, yeah, maybe, maybe try <laughs> try not guys i don't know like yeah. hey and i think amanda kind of quickly sees that that's what's happening and so she's like i'm gonna go find an apartment tomorrow i think well i don't think it's
2: just that i think it's also that her friend grabs her tit and says is this cool
0: right 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 she's groping her as they sleep yes we cut to the next day where she is at a coffee shop and she finds an ad for a 500 apartment which is insane in new york as we have covered so many times Yeah I mean and that would be
2: insane back in 2001 like even with yes. the inflation that's, that's still insanely cheap
0: So she goes to the building the doorman's Asleep the elevator opens And out runs a giant Great Dane and we will find out That this is the dog Hamlet Yeah, Hamlet tackles her and Immediately starts making the beast Of two backs <laughs> I mean he's hitting a doggy style Yeah Yeah he is hitting a Mm -hmm. doggy style Freddie Prinze Jr. Rescues her from the dog And she goes weak in the knees Yeah she gets weak in the knees Like she did with the painting Right
3: Yeah I thought it was uh, real dumb
0: It's it's, (laughs) It's a real weird plot device In this movie for sure Oh
2: but when it comes back at the end I cried
0: Oh I did not cry at this oh, I, what? I
2: didn't cry either Please This movie's ridiculous
0: <laughs>
3: I did relate to the fact That there was like An uncontrollable dog That was embarrassing To take in public
2: No joke I said to Natalie I was like I didn't realize Mikey's dog had an agent But at least it got Some decent work
3: <laughs> Yeah she doesn't hump But she definitely Knocks people down Oh yeah
0: Yeah which is kind of What happens here Is that like Even after he kind of Gets the dog off of her And she stands back up The dog is like Pushing her into him It's like a whole thing And then the doorman wakes up As all this is happening And just goes He's a horny bastard Isn't he And she just goes I don't know I just met him And he's like I was talking about the dog
2: And she goes Oh of course Of course That's what I thought you meant Dude the Freudian slip She's about to make I lost it
0: Well my favorite Is Freddie Prince's line Freddie Prince Jr.'s line Right before Where he's like Can I get you anything Like a Kleenex or a cigarette Yeah (laughs) Because of the dog And at this point She was She's like No I'm fine It's very nice to meet you and your huge dong, and (laughs) realizes the gap she just made, and the doorman just goes, "I've seen bigger." Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. My favorite part of that bit is that she says "dong" twice. Yeah,
2: and then she like collects herself. And then she goes. I mean, you're huge, dick.
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: I mean, dog. Okay, yeah, all right. And then she just kind of gets into the elevator yeah. and leaves. Oh my god, those are like gaffs on the level at, at which, if you had done them, you would pray to God you would never see that person again
0: yeah that's the one where you just want to like alex mac your way into the floor and float away
3: (laughs) (laughs) i get that (laughs) reference
0: not here uh she gets upstairs (laughs) to the apartment and it is amazing and this is one of the only movies i think that justifies people having amazing things with no money or jobs it's the one thing this movie actually kind of does that makes sense where, A, they establish that even though she's an art restorer, which is, like, the most romantic comedy job ever.
3: <laughs> well, and Sigourney Revo in Ghostbusters 2.
0: Yeah,
2: I didn't necessarily think it was weird that she was an art restorer. I just thought it was weird that she was an art restorer for a baseball team, page.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the weird part. But, no, I like that she's an art restorer, but they establish that she, like, doesn't have a lot of money. Yeah. That And, and it's kind of commensurate with what her actual salary would be. And this amazing apartment that we're about to see, we find out it's paid for by the modeling agency. Yeah. So, like, these girls can't afford it. Like, I I kind of appreciated that every rich, crazy thing we see in this movie is somebody else is paying for it because we'd never be able to afford it. So she goes to the apartment and they show her the actual apartment, which is fully a closet. And she's like, this is a closet. And they're like, no, closets don't have windows. Besides, this is the closet. And it's this like huge, amazing, magical closet. (laughs) It's not like
2: a walk-in closet, although you can walk in it. Like it's huge. Yeah,
0: it is the library in Beauty and the Beast for shoes. Right. It's just like... Racks of clothes and shoes. And they ask her because they're very insistent on, like, yeah, it's cool as long as you pay the rent. In cash.
3: I liked this. We're like, I have a job. Oh, you have a job? <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, I work. You work? Did I mention you're in the lead for the apartment? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: guys, this is Amanda. She works. It's great. But this is where we get the first story from the dark farm, which is so it's four different models. One of them is Candy from Australia. Candy with an I. And she says, oh, Amanda, my dad backed over my pet Dingo, Amanda. We were finding pieces of her everywhere. Like She's laughing about how her pet got run over by a
2: tractor, which I can only assume was like a lawnmower type thing because they were finding pieces of her
0: around the farm or whatever. Like a combine or something Yeah like I think that. it was a combine
3: yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. I love her stories Throughout the film This Australian it's chick
0: so funny I mean my favorite Is to watch her in the background Yes Because she is in various stages Of healing from surgeries Throughout this movie And more than once She takes like a header Into a wall Or a column And it's just right in the back Of everybody else And they don't even stop To look at it No And it's really funny And she
2: commits to the physicality Of her jokes
0: So much She doesn't have the best lines But man she commits and I respect the shit out of that man She is hilarious in this movie uh, But this is where they ask her Do you smoke and she's like no And they're like good we're the last Four non-smoking models in New York <laughs> That's why we live here And she's just like oh god You guys are models Like my boyfriend just left me for a model And they're like oh don't envy us we're struggling Like the apartment is free But we're renting that extra closet I mean bedroom for spending money
2: Yeah I do like when she mentions that her boyfriend just cheated on her with a model. One of the models like starts to slink away and she's like, oh, it wasn't one of you.
0: And she goes, oh, good. We couldn't go through that again. <laughs> like, So <laughs> it has happened before. Yeah. Uh, but so they basically are like, welcome. You're our new roommate. Great. So we cut to the next day where she's coming home with boxes and there are men at the door. And one of them just turns to her and just says, i love you and she kind of looks <laughs> at him and then you hear the guy in line behind him yes. to say that was good english yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she walks into the apartment where they re- you know she walks into them all getting ready to go out where they're just like they're all topless they're all topless trading tops trading shirts trading bras who cares And she's like, hey, there's two guys out there in the hallway, and they're like, only two, and they go back to look, and now it's like a crowd of people. And this is the first introduction to what they refer to as the waiting list, which is just men who wait in line to spend money on them, (laughs) which is absurd, but also great. It is pretty funny. I mean- They
2: would say take them on dates, but even at the dates, they're not even around them. It's ridiculous. They're not even around them. Yeah.
0: And they're basically, they're, you know, kind of looping Amanda in on it where they're just like, do you see anything you like? Just pick one. And they're like, she's like, you're just picking guys based on like money and gifts. And they're just like, yeah. (laughs) What are we supposed to do? Pick them on their (laughs) charm or whatever? (laughs) <laughs> they say
3: personality yeah
0: <laughs> and they ask her do you want to go out with us and she's like oh i can't afford to go out with you and they're just like we don't pay we're models like what's yeah, wrong like, with what you like what are you talking <laughs>
1: about who
0: pays for things so they ask her they're like so what do you do again because they never actually asked her what her job was before right and she starts explaining and they just walk away while she's talking to them where they're just like fun cool about that bye and they just peace out yeah So she walks over to the couch where Candy with an eye is sitting and has a facial flex in and has bandages on her ears. Wait, you said that like a facial flex is a real thing. It is a real thing. What? Yeah, it was very popular at this time. What What is it? You can still buy similar things. Like it works your jaw and cheek muscles out to give you like a better, the appearance of a better jaw and bone structure. This
2: sounds psychotic.
0: It, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they used to sell them in Sky Mall like crazy. Oh, okay. But well, that makes sense. Yeah. But so Candy says to her, You have a really symmetrical nose. And she asks Candy, Why aren't you going out with us? And she says, Oh, I can't go out in public yet. I had to have a surgery. My ear lobes were uneven. Yeah. <laughs> and she tells her that some of the really great faces you know, beautiful faces weren't symmetrical. And Candy's just like, no, (laughs) like, okay, (laughs) sure. (laughs) But as she's talking to Candy, she looks out the window and realizes that their apartment window looks directly into Freddie Prince Jr.'s apartment window. Yes. And Candy informs her that that's Jim Winston. He's a fashion executive. We all know him. And as they're watching, he's kind of looking through his fish tank. And (laughs) Candy just says, his head isn't normally that big. It's just the water (laughs) makes (laughs) Makes it look that big. I know a lot about water. I'm from Australia. (laughs) It's an island. (laughs) And and she's like, so you want him? And she's just like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, I could see the look in your eye. I used to catch my Uncle Pete looking at me like that. And Ugh. you're just like, oh, ah, ah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> no candy, That's terrible, no
0: candy. Uh, and she says, I can find out where he works if you want. And Amanda just says, I don't I don't care. Don't worry about it. So we cut to the next day and he runs into her again on the sidewalk or I should say Hamlet does. And he just says, like, oh, Hamlet must really like you. And she's like, why does he not tackle everyone else? And he's like, no, 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 he does.
2: He only drools on the one he likes, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so he
0: helps her up. She's got the weak knees again. Yes. He asks her if he can buy her another cup of coffee because she spilled hers as Hamlet knocked her over. Yeah. And she's like, no, thanks, Jim. And he's like, wait, how did what? How do you know my name? And she has to do the cover of like, oh, uh, what? Of course I know your name. You told it to me. You're Jim. That's Hamlet. I'm Amanda. And he's like, no, I would have I remembered if I knew your name. And she was just like, well, you didn't. So uh, I've got the runs. But he says, oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> yeah. you said
2: that. Oh, my
3: God, Paige. Oh, yeah.
0: I've got the runs. I've got the runs. I mean, I got to well, run.
2: Maybe you should lay off the coffee then if you've got the runs.
3: <laughs> well, I think that coffee shop probably is not making good coffee because everyone who drinks there has the runs.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, judging by later in the film yes but Paige, freddie prince jr says something
2: like i would remember if you had told me your name was amanda amanda's such a beautiful unique name or something like that <laughs> yeah, and i was like, like
0: i know like 14 amandas yeah, like
2: it's, it's not a bad name but it's certainly not like a beautiful unique name
0: <laughs> yeah it's about as unique as jim
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like if i came up to you and i was like my name's michael and they're like that's oh, an, a, Michael, annoying. is that exotic?
2: Wow. Ooh. Mm. But, I mean, that's not his real name. His real name is something unique and beautiful like Bob. <laughs> yeah, Melanie Smooter. <laughs> yeah, like Todd. Oh, that that's just hurtful. <laughs> uh, although, I will say
0: this. Todd, not a great name. That's why there's no famous Todds.
2: Tony Todd is famous! How dare you? The Candyman.
3: Tony, Todd, is that's his last name. That's
0: his last name.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that doesn't count. No, that
0: doesn't count? What are you talking about? I'm so
2: confused as to why that wouldn't count.
3: It's, it's not a last the last name. It's not the same name?
0: Well, when
2: he and I get married and I take his last name, I'll be the first double Todd famous person.
3: <laughs> Todd Todd?
0: Tony Todd, I'm coming for ya. you. You got to go by Todd squared. Um uh... <laughs>
2: I will, Paige. Uh, my business card will be Todd with a t- little two above the <laughs> last D. Todd with a
0: two. I'm just thinking that, like, your wedding invitation should just say, like, Tony, Toddy, Toddy.
3: <laughs> we are going to use
0: our formal Todd. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Wow.
3: Of course
0: it's going to be the Tony, Queen's Toddy, Toddy. Todd. Yeah.
3: Would your stripper name be, like, Hot Toddy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that should definitely be your drag name. Oh, Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Actually, last time I did drag, I wore a whore virgin t shirt and I went as whore or virgin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even joking. Like, I have pictures.
0: i've seen those pictures i have have. them
2: on my phone (laughs) if you can afford it guys venmo page
0: (laughs) we don't have a patreon yet but we do have the power of suggestion i do love that instead of a patreon we just like blackmail each other (laughs) through like embarrassing photos we've shown just send send dvds around the country (laughs) <laughs> we're
3: going to have a Remember Me meet up at the 9/11 Memorial. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Oh,
0: oh god no.
2: Actually, no. you know what, you know what's pretty wild though is this movie actually is a lot like Remember Me because those apartments were in the Twin Towers.
0: Oh Oh, Oh. no. No No. cuts! If we're gonna have a meetup anywhere, it's at the Christmas carnival or it's in Colorado where we will then walk as a group to To Louisiana. (laughs) 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 Never follow a meetup to a second location.
3: I want to go there and light a candle next to a picture of Robert Patterson.
0: I want to live in a world where you learn that his last name is Pattinson, not Patterson. He says it every time, Paige. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) know. (laughs) So we cut to her out at dinner with the models. And they're kind of like, why didn't you have coffee with him? Like, he's cute. What? Yeah. And she says, because that's what she would normally do. And it always ends up badly She tells a story about being ditched in Hawaii Also can we talk
3: about the main character Not having any chemistry and hating You just hate her the whole time
0: I I don't hate her I just think that she's not a real person (laughs) (laughs) This sounds terrible Yes it does (laughs) I don't feel like she's a real person Until she becomes a full blown stalker And then I'm like Bitch if cell phones had been around This would be a different movie And it would be very real
3: Yeah so, yeah. I just I don't like her
0: This shocks me because she's a Nondescript blonde woman and usually That's your thing that's like your go to Mikey <laughs> you know what Mikey yeah. I think maybe What it is and the reason that we can just kind of laugh At this movie is there's like not much For either of us in this movie yeah I
3: think I think you're right I think you're right this is more of a Todd Movie where what the
0: fuck does know, that mean We hate him <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get me Wrong do I like watching Freddie Prince Jr. Workout absolutely Is it the best no,
3: Freddie Prince Jr. is like like if you put a Ken doll in the Indian of cupboard cupboard and then like made him do push-ups.
0: That's a very strange reference. It's super weird. <laughs> I would have been more into it if he had just been like shuffling cards with eyeliner. No. <laughs> 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 if you put him in the cupboard but then he disappeared (laughs) if if instead of just knocking that woman unconscious he had dramatically sawed her in half No, okay (laughs) i'll let me sum up this movie it's like if you were on a ride at an amusement
3: park that that, like did scenes like a movie because all of these people are robots that look cool but like there's like no (laughs) realistic thing about them so it's like basically just robots performing a movie for us
0: But uh, don't you love it, though? It's great.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I do love it.
2: I also love that Mikey said, let me sum up this movie for you when
3: no one asked him to do that.
0: (laughs) We all watched it, Mikey. We know what happened.
3: Everyone at home asked me to. They emailed me.
0: Anyway, so they're all at dinner. And this is where we reveal that they make all the men that take them on a date sit at a different table away from them.
2: They're like all sitting at the bar just waiting for them to ask them to pay for it, I guess.
0: Right there's a joke about the new Calvin Klein model how she looks 14 but she's 12 but they gave her millions of dollars and then at the end of the dinner they just hold up the receipt and the dudes flock over to try and get it to pay for their dinner
2: Yes which okay can I just say this real quick the most wildly offensive thing is said at this dinner and it's like supposed to be a joke but I was blown away by it. What, what is it? It was when they're talking about one of the girls getting into Stanford, and she was like, Oh, you got into Stanford? did you go? She's like, no. It's like, why <laughs> didn't you go? I look like this. I don't need Stanford. Yes, I was like, I oh my Stanford. God,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: this is so insane. We actually talked about an ex coworker like that. Cause she was really pretty, but she like came in and she was like, oh my God, I got this townhouse in this really nice area of town. And and she's like, my landlord was like, oh, I love dogs. Let me knock off hundreds of dollars on your rent just because of how much I love dogs. Wasn't that really nice of him? And we were like, yeah, uh, not, no, that, that's not why that happened. That's not why that happened. She's what like, you need to do is be checking your apartment for cameras every night. Yeah, that's what I told her. And she's like, <laughs> that's not true. And I was like, does he live in the other side of the townhouse, like the other duplex? And she's like, yeah. And I was like,
0: you need to run. Yeah. Yeah. Triple check for cameras at that yeah. point. Also,
2: don't be like any of the guys in this scene. I felt so bad for these guys.
0: But at the same time, I'm like, you are waiting outside a doorway with a bunch of other men to spend money on women that have expressed no interest in you. Yeah. The fault is yours.
2: <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'll agree with that. Like, they're putting themselves in that position. I just, I'm just saying, don't be like these dudes. It's super depressing. Yeah, yeah. It
3: is super depressing.
0: But we cut back to the apartment where she's then watching through the windows at uh, Freddie Prince Junior's apartment. Yes, and she's looking for a flaw. And they're like, "Well, why do you think he has a flaw?" And she's like, "Because I'm attracted to him."
2: I miss the 2000s when you could look like Freddie Prince Junior and it's considered that you're flawless. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think he looks good in this movie for Freddie Prince Jr. Sure, oh, wow. okay, that's fair. Wow. but compare how like sort of skinny and scrawny
2: Freddie Prince Jr. is in this movie, and then how sexy <laughs> as <laughs> hell
0: Ryan Reynolds is in the Amityville Horror. I mean, apples to oranges, man. That's what I'm saying. He works out in this movie, and he looks decent doing it. Yeah, he
3: does like 20 pull-ups. That's a lot.
2: Okay, Mikey, there's a thing called acting. He clearly did not do 26
3: pull-ups. He probably did more because it was probably multiple takes. Oh That's sure; It
2: is probably multiple
0: <laughs> takes. Mikey is right. Yes.
2: I guarantee you Mikey is not right. They set up that camera. He did three pull-ups, and then they shot the other side of the scene. How many pull-ups can you do, Todd? If three was the real number, I'd be happy.
3: Todd, <laughs> now that I'm noticing, are you just jealous because, like, Betty Prince is, like, the cleaned up... Really attractive version of you. What? Look at these faces side by side. You got like Freddie Whoa. Prince and then you got Freddie Prince after like seven years of like living on the street. Hard
2: living. <laughs> I don't I don't see it. I don't see it either, but I honestly appreciate a good joke.
0: <laughs> I, I don't see it, but I'm also the person that shows you the same looking dudes over and over again and is like, what about this one? Yeah, so. like, <laughs> and I'm like, how many times are you gonna make us look at Chris Angel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Chris Angel. Not today. Not any day ever. I am not attracted to Chris Angel. She's like, Is this your card? You're
3: like, If a guy only has seven rings on his finger, that's not attractive enough. On
1: one finger? (laughs) 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 Seven rings on one finger.
3: And (laughs) half of them have to be skulls.
0: oh did you get this out of one of those like vending machines for 25 cents in the back of a pizza parlor mm. uh, no
3: page i threw it down and broke it open because who has that kind of money
0: this is not representative of my type in the slightest <laughs> slightest of hands you
2: <laughs> mean
3: i want to pull that rabbit out of your head girl
2: Ew. Oh. <laughs> she pulls out her rabbit vibrator
1: <laughs> <I know>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's amazing that's so, that's so dumb
0: remind me to keep you at over <laughs> remind me to keep you at over six feet even after the pandemic <laughs>
3: i only need five and a half
0: <laughs> uh,
1: while well, we tried
2: to record tonight guys uh i'll see you yeah
0: <laughs> i i'm sorry Todd. <laughs> oh it's a miracle they let you near schools okay no cut! So- <laughs> we get a montage of them trying to find a flaw in freddie perch jr where like he's got a baby but no it turns out to be like a relative or a friend's baby oh They're what st-
2: about those uh those catholic school girl prostitutes Paige?
0: that's a pretty <laughs> big flaw <laughs> excuse you catholic school girl sex workers uh,
2: <laughs> You know what, I apologize, I apologize <laughs>
0: Yes, uh, they it turns out they're just selling candy bars But my favorite is that she cl- claims that they're props Like they're bringing everything And then yeah. she just says, those little whores are good yeah. <laughs> I love that line so <laughs> much It's so, <laughs> it's so
2: bonkers it's, This movie's so insane, guys You have to see it and then make your friends <laughs> watch it
0: <laughs> Then we get a little montage of the working out and the pull-ups and this is where she's like, well, maybe he's gay. Like, maybe that's the thing that we're missing. And one of the other models just says, no, he's wearing boxers and he has no framed photos of his mother. And I was just like, I thought back through and I was like, <laughs> oh, those are strong indicators. <laughs> like,
2: oh. So if I had tidy whities and a framed picture of my mom, you'd be the hockey boyfriend from 13 going on.
1: thirty. <laughs> 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 he wasn't gay, though.
2: <laughs> he was great. You leave him alone. Todd, I won't. I'm coming
0: after you, hockey guy.
3: Yeah, the only thing that would make him better is if he tried to live 13 days in an ice cube.
0: (laughs) The only thing keeping me and him apart is the two seconds it's going to take for me to tap that ass. Uh, So they're getting dressed for a party that night, and they're they're kind of just getting dressed to go out, but they see that he's setting up for a party across the way, and at this point, Candy with an eye, is having her eyes done <laughs> and just has bandages taped around her eyes.
2: Yeah, and she's running into fucking
0: everything. They, they just have left her loose in this apartment with no eyes. <laughs>
2: Yeah it's honestly pretty amazing
0: It's great so they decide that they're gonna crash His party and she's like we can't What if we get kicked out and they're like who would Kick models out of a party like what what Are you talking about (laughs) he
2: also sort of works In the modeling industry right like that's what they Say at least that's his cover so like yeah yeah, They're probably gonna be models
0: there anyway Right this is also where we find out that She's been drawing him yes And she's like well he's got a renaissance structure To his face which no he doesn't She is creepy at AF (laughs) Yes, yes, she is Mikey. Yeah, she is creepy AF. Like we said, Mikey. Yeah, she's your type.
3: No, <laughs> no. You know why she's not my type? Coming
0: out the top rope. Uh,
3: yeah, I was gonna say because she's into me. <laughs> you know, watching me and drawing me as I sleep. Yeah.
0: I mean, if that's the weirdest thing about her, fucking run, <laughs> run. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she says he he probably only dates, and she just kind of leaves it open, assuming that they're gonna be like models and they just say promiscuous women and she says no models and so they give her a makeover and we get like a montage of them like picking outfits doing her makeup and And it sounds
2: like the spice girl it's not but it sounds like spice girls
3: is playing she's definitely comes out looking like a spice girl yes she does
0: i also love that in this
2: scene the girl who has like the bandages on her eyes is like behind
0: them like running around
2: dancing (laughs) yes it's like what are you what are you even doing here
0: if you watch her at multiple points in this montage she runs in the opposite direction of everybody else she commits and i really (laughs) respect the hell out of that man i i think this is the scene where they play the go-go's which is like the the title track they get her all done up in in model garb they get into the elevator they're going over to the party and they tell her that she's supposed to clench her butt cheeks but then also they decide to quote turn on the headlights, which that's funny. Basically, it's just them making their nipples stand out.
3: In my experience, nipples always stand out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I say this about
2: this scene though? Because the girl who says that, you know, let's turn on the headlights or whatever. Yeah. When she does it, and they get off the elevator. If you watch her face, it looks like the actress was like, "Well, that was the most degrading thing I've ever done in my life."
0: <laughs> Turning her nipples like a turkey timer Yeah
2: look at her face I'm not even joking She looks like she's like oh my god What am I doing with my life <laughs> It is amazing I'm, I, I'm not even joking Everyone go back and watch that scene and pause it It's amazing Do girls do that? I can't imagine why you would do that Ice cubes Some people use ice cubes The only time I heard of that was in a book Written by in, a In my dad wrote a porno <laughs> Yes I was going to say in a book written by a man. <laughs> an old Rod- man. <laughs> Rocky Flintstone. <was> so- yeah.
0: <laughs> there was a thing. And uh, God, I do not remember where I learned this. But they do it sometimes for like porn shoots and stuff where they will ice somebody's nipples. Because when it's cold, yeah, they stand out. And so that is what I've heard more than just the mm. pinching your tits. Yeah, I've never heard of that. But I'm sure it works. So... They immediately abandon her at this party and she kind of walks through. It's full of models. And she sees him kind of making the rounds and kind of schmoozing. And she's yeah. really kind of grossed out by him because he seems super broy and awful.
3: This is many people's first impression of me.
0: Well, <laughs> Mikey, I mean, yeah,
2: I could see
3: that. <laughs> I I love the awkward silence when a joke hits like real truth. <laughs> yeah. And you're both like, Yeah, okay. Thanks.
1: <laughs>
2: she even overhears him Talking to someone As they come into the party About like I'll take this girl now And this girl later Or something like that It's yeah, like really samples. douchey Yeah that's what it was
0: Samples And what what we find out later Is he's referring to the dresses yes. That they're wearing yes. But we don't know that At this point in the movie Right so she decides that she's gonna leave Because she's just like, no thanks Yeah, I'm, I'm not into this anymore So she goes to leave But the elevator closes So she takes the stairs And she finds him actually sitting outside On the stairs And she trips and falls Breaking her neck The end of the movie is <laughs> really tragic <Yeah. laughs>
3: Everything else is a dream
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a Jacob staircase situation I'm sorry <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry. It's Jacob's fire escape ladder. So (laughs) he calls out to her and she's like, oh, I didn't recognize you without the dog. And they kind of start talking and he's basically like, oh, you're a model? And he's almost like disappointed. And she's like, no, I'm not a model. And he basically tells her that I kind of hate these parties. I kind of just have to like schmooze with people. What do you actually do? They kind of have this cute talk. I mean, it's not enough for me to... Be like, you seem like less of a douche. Like, it's, I don't know. In watching it this time, I was just like, they don't have a ton of chemistry.
2: (laughs) No, they do not.
0: They do not. (sighs) But somebody basically comes out to bring you back to the party. And she says, oh, you should go back to the party. And he says, you are the party. Yeah. And they kind of get into this, like, flirty... But she has to go He has to go back to the party So she leaves He does make a comment to her About his job being dangerous And then kind of walks it back Yeah And that's our first clue That he's not actually In the fashion industry But
3: I do put something like that When I talk about podcasting (laughs) It's so dangerous
2: You ever said something stupid And then a million people Hate you online? (laughs) 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 It's dangerous out here In these streets Once a
0: fucking week, man I know Once a week
2: Page I know.
0: I'm the one editing
2: it like all oh, Paige is going to get in so much trouble. <laughs>
0: uh, so,
2: he comes down into the lobby. He runs down into the lobby yeah. like an asthmatic
3: with a heart condition. Also, I think with his con- his asthma condition being so bad, he wouldn't be an FBI agent. No.
0: Yeah, I I noticed that. I thought that was a little strange too. And he's like puffing on his inhaler, but he asks her out. They kiss. Yeah. Um they make plans for Saturday. She gets weak knees again. And then she comes back to the apartment. She's telling Candy all about it. Candy still has the eye patches on. And so she walks straight into a column in the middle of this apartment. (laughs) Yeah. And kudos to that actress because she doesn't even try to break her fall with her hands.
2: And she She falls for a good 20 seconds over the couch onto the coffee (laughs) table. Like she that's what I mean. Like she commits to everything she does. It's
0: so great. She's by far the best actor in this movie. Oh my God, yes.
3: I agree. She's more my type than the main character. Because she can't see? (laughs) Because she has self-esteem that
0: allows her to get multiple surgeries because she's not content with who she is?
3: You know, like a lot of those reasons.
0: So she (laughs) comes home. She's telling Candy. Candy crashes around. And the other girls come home from the party and they're about to go out to something else. And so as they're kind of changing shoes or whatever they're doing, she looks through the window and sees that there is a woman in his house. Yeah. And it seems like they are close. And then he seemingly murders her. Yes,
3: exactly. Yeah, he puts the blinds down and then it looks like he hits her and then beats her with a bat and then drags the body away in the the blinds.
0: The funniest part about this to me is that Candy with an eye says, did someone scream? Temporary blindness has improved my hearing, which is like <laughs> not at all what has happened, but it makes me laugh every time. It is very funny. Um, they can't find the body, but she calls the cops, and it's full blown rear window. They can't find any proof. No body, no crime.
3: That famous Bob Marley song. No. Yes.
0: Nobody, no crime. Nobody, <laughs> I <a> no crime. <laughs> I did a music joke. Ba, ba, ba. Oh my God,
2: Mikey! Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Yay. <laughs>
0: Anyway the police get to the apartment They're trying to get stories from everybody And the girls the models are like Recounting the stories that they've made up About the things that they see Yes So the cops don't believe them And they basically let Jim go So Well also
2: we find out later Jim's an undercover FBI agent They probably know what he's doing Or at least someone's like don't worry about it
0: He's a badge or whatever Yeah
2: like, when they revealed what he did for, a li- like, what his actual job was, I was like, oh, now I know why he didn't get in trouble.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The models get home at 7 a.m., and they all kind of look out through the window, and he has a cleaning crew in his apartment. So Amanda goes to talk to the cops again, and again, they're like, nobody, n- nobody, no crime. Nobody, nobody no, no, no
2: crime.
0: <laughs> nobody, no crime. Nailed it. They... Also have not found the woman that it's supposed to be, though. No. So there's no body, but also she is missing. Yeah. So the models all come to visit her at work.
3: Can we talk about the Mets, like, lack of security here?
0: Oh, so much. This this is the first of twice when people just walk in. I'm sorry. I don't know why, but the first of
2: twice really made me laugh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, yeah. They just walk into where these million-dollar paintings are being restored. It's ridiculous.
0: And. One of the models is basically like, hey, I was talking to my shrink this morning about you and she says you're projecting. Uh, I was talking about you because I talk too much about myself. So she just basically goes to her shrink and just gossips for like an hour or whatever, which honestly sounds great. If there's a therapist that can do that for me.
3: I can do that. I'll do that. If you want to (laughs) pay me money to talk shit about people, like, I'm, like, your therapist.
0: That's sort of what the
2: podcast is. But (laughs) I I do like that her therapist is like, you talk too much about yourself.
0: Yeah. And Amanda gives this speech of, like, I'm not going to go out with a murderer. But in doing so, she has this whole, like, She's listing out all the reasons why she loves him. And I'm like, you've met him twice. Like, I know you've been watching through the windows, but that's like <laughs> me watching Henry Cavill build a gaming computer on Instagram. I don't actually know him. Well, I just yeah. know how he looks in a mustache and a tank top. And that's enough for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mike, I swear to God, Paige, if you stand up and start crying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very upset because that's
0: what happens in this scene. Yeah, she starts crying. And,
3: oh, my God, because she's just everyone in this movie is just like, oh, it's it's like if aliens made a movie, they're like, "I think this is what a human rom-com will be."
0: <laughs> oh, then they did a good job because. <laughs> She she goes into this thing of like, we're starting a relationship on lying and the models are like, all men lie. Investigate him while you date him. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like we do. <laughs> yeah. And the old ladies chime in and one of them says, you have to trust him or else you'll never have a good relationship. And you'll just grow old and be some lady making her friends come to her cat's lame ass birthday or showing pictures of her cat's lame-ass birthday uh, yeah and then one of the other old women says you can say what you want about me tramp but don't you dare say anything about T cat and then she <laughs> swings and slaps the back of the old lady's head yeah her teeth yes. go flying across the painting yep amanda catches them and then the third old lady who seemingly has not heard anything that has gone on just says I'm going to have red beans for dinner.
2: (laughs) Amanda stops those dentures like you're playing air (laughs) hockey and you're about to smack the fuck out of that puck. (laughs) When she
0: stopped the dentures, I laughed out like I guffawed out loud. It was so funny. (laughs) Well, this is one of my favorite scenes in this movie. There are a few things in this movie that they do really well. And it's stuff like this where it's just like abstract, crazy comedy where you've got like... Candy with her bandages and her stories from the dark farm You've got these old ladies throwing teeth everywhere And on top of it is just this really boring Badly done rom-com Yes Right Right Beneath the surface, it's so funny that you're just like, I have to love this movie because you can say what you want about this movie, but don't you say anything about (laughs) T-Cat.
3: I feel like this movie was so close to being not another teen movie as like an adult rom-com.
0: Oh my God, but somebody should write that. Yes. I'd watch it. Yes. So- she decides that she's going to go on a date, but she's also going to keep investigating him. So they decide that they are going to go to the super of his building and try to get access to his apartment. Oh, was that the super? That's the super, yeah. I thought it was like a maintenance guy. It might have been a maintenance guy. I, I think typically that would be your super. I mean, it depends because he has like an office is the only True. reason True. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And so they trade him a dress In order to be let into the apartment. Oh yeah. Which I also love that this movie is just like. Yeah he wants a dress. Fair trade. And then later in the movie they bring him dresses willingly. Just like you'll love this. We're gonna go. You know like. Well no they bring him dresses
2: for favors. Like I I do love the way they set this up though. Because he's like I'll do it if you give me that dress. Like he wants to see her naked or whatever. But No. no. It smash cuts to him dancing in her dress. But. A few sizes bigger. Let's be honest. That dress on her would not have fit oh, him.
0: There, yeah, there's no way. It's definitely a different dress. Yeah, but.
3: Yes, but I really like how they addressed the scene.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, Mikey, that's
3: the joke you wrote, isn't it? Yes.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> so they climb the stairs because the elevator's broken. They get into the apartment, and they're trying to find evidence, but the girls are not very good at it, um, and they have one of the other models across the street as the lookout but she is on another phone call with what sounds like a sex hotline.
2: Yeah, it does yeah. sound like that, Paige. We don't get confirmation of that, but that's what I assume. But that's,
0: that's what it sounds like. But they find out that he's going to be in a meeting all day and she's supposed to be the lookout waiting for a phone call. They find one of his shirts that appears to have a bloodstain on it and they have candy take photos with it but they're photographing evidence and they're just like make love to the shirt now hate yeah. it you hate the shirt <laughs> and then they find that there's also a yellow stain on it so it's probably just ketchup and mustard yeah um they do find a box of cheese daggers which we find out later are his throwing knives and they find it just in time to hear that he is coming up the stairs to the apartment And the way they find out is that the girl across the street throws a kiwi (laughs) and it hits the window. Yeah, like like Um, you do, you know,
2: when you're trying to alarm your friends, you throw a kiwi at them.
0: Right. And she's trying to get them to call her on the phone and like, you know, get the message across to them. And this is where Candy is like, no, no. No props and charades. No props and no clothes. Uncle Pete's rules. Oh, God. (laughs) And then the other model comes up beside her and just says, no more stories from the dark farm, please. Yeah. (laughs) And... They find oh out he's gosh. in the hallway, so they scatter. Amanda hides under his desk, and the other three girls hide in the shower. Yeah. So we overhear a phone call where he's talking about how he had to eat pierogies again, but he should have a meeting with the chairman soon. He walks into the bathroom, sits down on the toilet, and then he takes an extreme wet dump. Yeah, we find
2: out that he is having a violent reaction to pierogies.
0: Apparently, he has Crohn's disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: wow. Oh Look. Sometimes you have a rough poop, man. Everybody has it. That's yeah, but that's yeah. I've had rough dumps in
2: my life. This is not a rough dump. This is a medical condition.
0: Yeah, no. If he gets up from the toilet bowl, there's going to be intestines in it. Yeah. (laughs) He the sounds he makes pooping are the sounds that Vincent D'Onofrio makes as the bug in Men in Black One. It is (laughs) not okay. Uh, It's bad.
3: Oh, the only way that this movie makes sense is that if it takes place in the Derek Zoolander extended universe.
0: Honestly, in my mind, it does.
3: Right. In my mind,
0: this is Lady Zoolander. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah.
3: I I want less of the main character and more of the models. I,
0: I want all models and murder mystery.
3: <laughs> yes, yes, but no
2: love story. <laughs> Just a heads up, I already have 30 pages written of Mrs. Zoolander, and it's amazing.
0: <laughs> Orange mocha frappuccino light.
1: <laughs>
0: so... He finishes up and leaves and they can finally escape the shower. And they just say, if he hadn't washed his hands, this investigation would be over. (laughs) Which part of me is just like, he should also see a doctor, though, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, he
2: should see someone about what just came out of him.
0: Right, right, right. We cut back to uh, Amanda's at work restoring the painting and she's talking about him. And he's like, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a psycho killer. There's nothing that we found. Maybe I'm missing something. And then he just shows up.
2: Which is a red flag for sure.
0: Yeah. He's like, I hope I didn't scare you. And then she introduces her friend Lisa. She's like, she's a black belt. And he's like, oh, me too. And basically asks about what she's working on. Uh, he recognizes the painting. Because of course he does. Yeah, right. Sure. And he basically he's like hey i'm sorry if i scared you it's just me not some psycho killer but the way he delivers that line is crazy yeah <laughs> he gives her a kiss on the cheek and gives her flowers and leaves and she's kind of just like pining after him as he leaves and then her friend lisa is just like so did the police ever find that woman or her body and her face just falls
1: yeah
2: <laughs> like yeah thanks for reminding me that we think he might be a murderer yeah
0: yeah thank you thank you thank you uh so they continue to stalk him she drags some of the models on the subway and they follow him as he, like, directs a photo shoot, and he's loading a bunch of really kind of ugly dresses onto a truck. Yeah. And as they're running away from it, Candy gets caught in a dress, so they grab it and shove it in their purse and keep following him. Oh, wait, and, and it's one of the
2: diamond dresses, too. It Yes. So they give yeah. that diamond dress to the super. That dude is super rich right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he realizes what he has, yeah. So as they're running, we find out that someone from the mob is watching them. Yeah. And they've identified Amanda and they basically say, let's make sure we don't have a Megan O'Brien on our hands. Megan O'Brien's the girl that got killed. So she gives the super the dress in exchange for keys to his storage space. And she's about to open it when he shows up and grabs a large body sized duffel bag from the storage space. So she follows him. And calls the girls on the way, except we find out that it's not a body. It's bats and balls because he coaches a little league team. So she decides at this point that, yes, she is going to go out with him. But as she's getting ready for the date in the next day or two, the old man who's been watching her as she's kind of stalking him shows up at her house and he claims to be an art dealer to see her about some work. And she notices that it's a Russian painting and there are holes in it. And he says, yeah, for mice. And she says, oh, they're very neat mice, but they're clearly bullet holes. Yeah, they're like perfect little circles. Yeah. Yeah. They're cute. Perfect little circles. Perfect little circles. (laughs) And he says, you've got a nice view. And she says, well, yeah, if you're into that sort of thing. And he's literally just like. Lifting weights in the other room. Yeah, Freddie
2: Prince is. Yeah. Yeah, he's like working out.
0: Yeah, and she's like, We we keep the blinds closed. And <laughs> clearly. We also find out that one of the other models has a run, she'd been booked for a runway show the next day. So we cut to her show and she overhears Freddie Prince Jr. talking to one of the other fashion execs. And they're like, what happened to Megan? No one's seen her. And he's kind of evasive and doesn't give a clear answer. Yeah. So they go on their date. He orders one of everything so they can try all kinds of stuff. I think it was just dessert. But yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) By the way, this whole thing is insane. Because I was like, did they eat a meal? And then they ordered every dessert? I think so. I think that's what they're alluding to. Although we do not see them eat an entree.
2: Right. But yeah I think they were done with their entree And he was like well what do you want for dessert And she goes I don't know it all looks good And he goes we'll take it all Which is such yes. a good
3: insanity move First off yeah. and then Second they go to a different place And I would be like man I'm really bloated
2: Yeah I'm going to be honest with you Like if I was on a date and it was going real well And then she was like why don't we eat every dessert they have I'm like oh she clearly does not want to have sex Because there's no <laughs> way I could perform With stuff stomach that full
3: Yeah I'd be like i will be like, hey, I could have had sex with you, but like the cake was great. The tiramisu was good. The cheesecake was good. But then after the pie, like it's not going to happen. Yeah,
0: this is this is my curse of being an amazing cook is like for Valentine's Day or something, if I want to make something like awesome, I have to be like, we're going to eat at like three. Yeah.
3: Yes. (laughs) Paige,
2: why do you think I eat dinner (laughs) so early?
0: I'm great, a big yeah. fan, like,
3: in relationships to, like, sex before you go out. That way you can just, like, go all out at the restaurant and come back and go to sleep. That's a pretty <laughs> solid idea. These are awesome pro
0: tips, guys. This is a great pro yeah. tip. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Like, when the, like, when all the facade comes down and you're like, look, we need to have sex now because we're going to go to Texas State Brazil and I'm not turning that thing over to red until I have the meat sweats. That's a relationship. <laughs>
0: I don't know any of what you just said, but I am intrigued.
2: <laughs> Texas Day Brazil is a, is a Brazilian steakhouse.
3: And it's all-you-can-eat meat, and then they just keep bringing you meat until you turn the red the green light into red. You do not take people you are romancing to an all-you-can-eat restaurant. <laughs> like, when I go to Texas Day Brazil, I'm done for at least 36 hours.
0: <laughs> this sounds great. What? <laughs> like, there is no more weekend. Anyway, so they go on their date. They order one of every dessert. Uh, but he kind of cuts the date short because he has to answer a phone call from a pager because this movie is old. <laughs> and we find out that the models have like followed them on the date and my favorite is when they're like, these ugly people keep watching us and we get a shot of the bar and it's just like a bunch of old dudes.
3: Yeah. Yes. Not like old, like, but like elderly old.
0: Like crusty. Yeah. Dudes that live at that bar. Yeah. And he goes to answer the phone call. The models hide in the bathroom and over the phone, they hear him say, if they want a body, I'll give them a goddamn body. And as he's on the phone, someone comes in to snake the toilet in the stall next to them, and their toilet explodes and covers them in poop for no reason. This doesn't yeah. need to be in this movie. Yeah, it is, like I
3: insane. It's, it's so weird. It's such a weird choice.
0: It is a strange choice. We cut to Freddie Prince Jr. takes her to the aquarium.
2: Specifically the beluga whales. Yeah. yeah. They have like, to
0: sit
3: down while they look at it because they've all had four or five desserts. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: full of creme brulee. Yeah.
2: Um, we actually see them leave before the desserts
3: come out. So
0: yeah, they didn't they have any desserts,
3: them. which is why
0: yeah, they, they have it. sex this night. <laughs> yeah, no
2: one has
3: that greatest sex with four desserts. <laughs>
2: Not in them, no. Oh, God. She'd be like, I can't have sex. I have too much in me already. <laughs> I'm full of cheese.
3: It <laughs> uh, <laughs> just cuts to them throwing up. On-
0: <laughs> I mean, you get jostled enough with that much milk in you. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh. All bets are off. Nobody (laughs) wants a milk burp in their face while sexing. Oh, (laughs) True. So they get back to his apartment and he does that thing of like, are we moving too fast? And they're just like, nah. And so they bang it out. But back at her apartment, the girls have all showered their shit shower off. They cancel the waiting list. And in their pajamas, they basically just watched through the windows because she forgot to close the blinds. Yes, and
3: they're eating pizza.
0: And they're eating pizza, which I will, if I lived in that house, 100%. We used to yes. do the same thing in the sorority house when we knew guys were going to streak. And we're, we would just like park the couches by the windows and be like, yeah, who's streaking today? All right, let's do it. But like, <laughs> yeah.
2: so you would watch is what you're saying?
0: Absolutely. Of course Mikey, I would. Mikey,
2: would you watch?
3: These people have sex or people streaking?
2: In this movie, if you were in the apartment across from your roommate having sex with some dude, would you watch? Not the whole time. Well, I mean, eventually you'd come and go to sleep, but, like, would you watch? (laughs) 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 Uh,
3: I mean, were were there other roommates there or is it, like, a creepy thing by myself?
0: (laughs) It's all of them together. Yeah, yeah. It's like a watch party.
3: I don't want to be left out. There'd be too much FOMO.
2: (laughs) that's the delineation for me though if, if it was all the roommates yeah I'm I'm eating some pizza yeah I'm watching yeah, that's we're, true. we're talking it up but if it's just me
3: no yeah, yeah. I, I don't do think it I could alone. do it if it was just I me. Do it alone if it's just me no it's creepy if it's every roommate you have to because you're gonna need to be able to keep up with all the conversations that are gonna I mean that's gonna go into the roommate lexicon. Exactly Yeah yeah yeah
0: It's it's gonna be part of the The historical records Yes And I'll Mm -hmm. tell
2: you why Because the rest of this movie I was like What the fuck did she do With her back during sex
0: And it's It's a recurring question It is We never
2: know And if We had been there Watching We would know And I am just
0: unwilling To let that sort of thing Happen to me in real life So if we're all watching it I'm gonna be there Yes We cut to They're on the couch And They're still kind of Fooling around And she's like Tell me all your secrets He's like, I don't really have secrets. I mean, there's just one thing. And he picks up the daggers and reveals that they're throwing knives. Yes. Throws it all the way into the corner. And she's like, you throw like a girl. But then we get a close up of the knife and he skewered a fly. I
2: love that reveal because it's like a slow pan in on the fly against the wall. Mm-hmm. It's so wild, man. <laughs> so wild.
0: Uh,
3: I think it was just a coincidence. He's like, oh, yes, I meant to do that.
0: So we we <laughs> cut to the next day where Amanda comes home and she realizes that she forgot to close the the blinds. And all of the girls are just like, how'd you do that thing with your back? Which, again, we don't know what it is. But she also reveals that she's going away for the weekend with him. But because that one model kind of overheard him at the show, she's like, we're worried about you. And so she asks the one, she asks the Russian model, can I borrow that one shirt again? and she just says i don't know i give to you i never see again fine dick it away which is <laughs> it's just ridiculous delivery that i love yes and they basically all tell her they're worried about her and they're pretty sure that he killed somebody and she's just like he, he it's he's didn't it's fine so it's implied that she goes to work then grabs her stuff goes through the park to meet him and then stops at a newsstand where she sees a news story about Megan's body being found. Yeah. Meanwhile, he is in an elevator with the older gentleman, Mr. Halloran is what he called himself, because she was going to restore that painting for him. So Mr. Halloran and Jim are in the elevator, and they're discussing trading from Antwerp, and he's like, how does the money get back here? So it's implied that like he's either part of the mob or undercover with the mob... And so they come down into the lobby, and she confronts him with the news story and basically says, This is the woman I saw in your apartment. I saw you kill her. My apartment overlooks yours. Sorry, I didn't tell you before now. And now she realizes it's Mr. Halloran, and she's like, Well, how do you two know each other? And then he pulls a gun, and then Freddie Prince Jr. pulls two knives and throws them at cronies across the <laughs> lobby pinning them to the walls and then he runs with Amanda and forces her into a car and they peel off into the streets yeah
3: so this is what made me realize that one whoever directed this movie was terrible at directing action and two <laughs> freddie prince criminally undercast in action roles. <laughs>
0: uh, okay who yeah. would you cast
2: instead of freddie prince honestly bruce willis just like john McClane in this role i would love it <laughs>
0: but like young Bruce, young Bruce Willis, yes. Yeah, I'm thinking like, of John McClane from the first one. Okay, but like present day, who who are we looking at?
3: Freddie Prince the <laughs> third.
1: <laughs>
0: Hear me out, Jason Statham. Yes, hell yeah. Although he's as old as Bruce Willis, but yeah, I mean, absolutely, I would he I would is, watch this. He is not as old as Bruce Willis, but I would a hundred percent watch him in this. I. But I would the whole time I would just be wishing that he was playing his character from Spy. Yes.
3: What do you guys think about like a Paul Walker?
2: So he's dead. So probably not Paul Walker.
3: He's dead. Yeah. He's, he would have killed dead. it in this role. Oh wow! wow
0: oh, no. oh my god, Mikey, no oh, cuts. Brutal. <laughs> um, ah, ah. I mean, my brain keeps going to Henry Cavill, but because I don't it think. always? Yeah, does. But that's
3: like your default. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, or 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 like a Chris Evans, which is the American Henry Cavill, and um, I do
3: think Chris Evans would do if this was like written a little better as a comedy, perfect.
0: He would crush it. Yeah, yeah. Page, I'm I'm writing
2: a screenplay right now that I'm just gonna title Page's Pornography because <laughs> it is about a think turn of the century, like think Sherlock Holmes, but instead of him being like a detective, he's a okay. spy who was also okay. a magician. Yeah, He's yeah, a traveling yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry Cavill Magician turn of the century Using these magic sleight of hand Tricks to like figure mm-hmm. things out And escape these like precarious situations And he uses His like life as a magician To like figure out his way through And like travel from city to city and all that stuff That's his cover
0: This sounds like shitty the witcher
3: it's, yeah, yeah it's like that Do you know the name of uh, Paige's favorite pornography
0: they have What mates.
3: is it Houdini
2: oh my god i love it
0: (laughs) hell yeah gross i checked i was gonna say it needs more robots uh your version todd i'm gonna need an extra dose of terminator in it but like all right we could we could change (laughs) the time period i mean i just like the idea that
2: he was a magician that looked like henry cavill
0: i mean i'll watch henry cavill do anything so
2: which is why you have a mirror in your bedroom
0: Uh, Anyway, so he's trying to explain to her in the car what's going on. And she's like, Are you a cop? And he's like, Kind of. And she's like, Can I see your badge? And he's like, Oh, I'm undercover. And she's like, Oh, I'm undercover, too. Do you want to see my badge? Oh, wait, I don't have one, because it's a ridiculous thing to say to somebody. (laughs) I
2: I did love that she (laughs) responded that way. I thought that was pretty clever.
0: He pulls into an alley and lets her out, and this is where she's like, I saw you murder that woman, and he's like, no, she's alive. We staged that for this Russian mobster to see. I'm an FBI agent. And so was she, and he found
2: out about it, and that's why we had to stage her killing so, so I could prove that I wasn't an FBI agent. Yeah. He was watching right. from your side of the street on top of the roof or whatever.
0: Right. And he basically says that we've been trying to find out how they get the money and how they're kind of money laundering. Yeah. Um, And I didn't mean I didn't plan to meet you and get involved right now. So he calls the FBI, lets them know that there's a meeting on a runway at five. And as he's doing that, she's putting two and two together where she's like, Wait, the guy who's painting I'm restoring, Halloran, the guy who just tried to shoot at them. Right. There were bullet holes in that painting. I'm privately restoring my painting. It's at my house. He knows where I live. So we cut to the apartment where the girls open the door for the wait list. <laughs> and it's actually these Russian mob cronies who end up kidnapping the girls. I love what they say, though. She's like, uh, you're like
2: five hours early for the wait list. And then he puts right. a gun in her face. And then she goes. <laughs> I guess you could jump the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except in a crazy Russian accent because she's Russian in this movie.
0: She is Russian in this movie. Do you recognize that that lady, though? She's been in a bunch of other stuff. This is the first thing I ever saw her in, but I know she's been in other stuff, and I couldn't think of it as I was going. Love, actually, the bar scene
2: when yes. they go when he goes to America. She's one of the ladies. She that's is one the of scene. those
0: models. Yes. 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 Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. and Amanda show up right in time to see them kidnapping the girls. Hamlet comes out of nowhere and knocks Amanda over, which catches Freddie Prince Jr. off guard. And so the Russians get the jump on them. And now they're all prisoners. They're all handcuffed to these racks of kind of ugly dresses.
3: At this point, I was just like, can we end this movie? Because this is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I
2: really loved this scene when he starts to give the female lead head through a dress.
0: <laughs> well okay we'll get to that um
2: (laughs) yeah baby take it slow Paige. take it slow
0: foreplay uh so (laughs) she's basically like everything i know about you is a lie and he as he's like it's not he's still trying to figure out the case so he realizes because he's talking about how they're importing these dresses from antwerp and they're like well nobody makes dresses in antwerp they just make diamonds and so he tries to chew a rhinestone off the dress, which happens to be at like crotch height for Amanda.
3: Yeah, but it's really hard to find that rhinestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean if it exists at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hear that rhinestone's a myth, Paige. It's not a myth. <laughs> it is not. I could draw you a map to where most rhinestones tend to be, but really communication is your best hope at finding a rhinestone. It's the man
2: in the boat. It's easy to find, guys. Just put a little sign in.
3: Mikey. Or not. Ooh. Just bail. <laughs>
0: You don't deserve Uh. any of the sex you've ever had. (laughs) No man does, first
3: Or the last person to tell me that.
0: Okay. So (laughs) he he gets a rhinestone off, realizes that it's an actual diamond, not a rhinestone. So now he has kind of figured out the scheme. And so he's trying to talk the guy who's watching them into letting them go. And the Russian model distracts him and speaks to him in Russian uh, long enough for Freddie Prince Jr. to kick him and incapacitate him and they all they steal his keys they get out of the handcuffs he grabs a sleeve off one of the dresses for evidence and one of the other models (laughs) rips a sleeve off and she just goes tennis bracelet i love that (laughs)
3: part too
2: (laughs) so funny this movie's terrible
0: and there are some scenes where i'm like oh man They are
2: really trying to not make a terrible movie. And then there are some scenes where I'm like, yes, they know how terrible this movie is and they're leaning into it. It's when they lean into it that I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I honestly think the weakest parts of this movie are the love story because that's when they're not leaning into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they run outside into the street and pile into a waiting limousine which turns out to be carrying a designer named Mr. Alfredo uh, who conveniently had all of his models cancel and they're conveniently all <laughs> so models. Stupid. I love uh, this bar. I thought it was so funny. It's a I was
3: bulletproof like, limo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. they're it, being yeah, shot cause, at. Because he got it at the Jackie auction. <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah. They drive to Fashion Week. And Amanda and Freddie Prince Jr. are kind of fighting. Because she's like, you lied to me the whole time. And he's kind of like, yeah, I was undercover. Like, I was trying to keep you safe. You know, whatever. I do love that he's like, I didn't lie to you about anything important. And she's like, you lied to me about your name, what you do for a living, like <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, literally everything. Yeah, like
2: literally everything,
0: yeah. Everything. So they get to fashion week and they lump Amanda in with the models and the cronies are like searching for them. So she sits in the chair and lets them make her over, hoping it'll help them not recognize her. They start to walk down the runway And Strukov, the Russian mob boss, also known as Mr. Halloran, is in the audience. And they start doing their walks down the runway. And as they're out on the runway, the cronies are on either side of backstage just kind of waiting to grab them. And as they're doing that, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. incapacitates one of them with his inhaler by spraying his inhaler in their face Which I don't think that's how it works, right? Like no, I, I, yeah, I didn't think so <laughs> It, it, You could you could spray somebody in the face with an inhaler. It probably would not do much, but
3: I mean yes You could spray someone in the face. I mean it wouldn't like do what it yeah. just does Yeah,
0: one of the models takes another one out with a shoe uh, and they suddenly are tackling the remaining crony on the stage the stage starts to tip and fall Amanda slips down the runway and falls onto the Russian mob boss's shoulders and lifts her dress so that Freddie Prince Jr. can punch him in the face through her legs.
3: He can can find the rhinestone.
0: Yeah, he can find the rhinestone at that point. He knows where the rhinestone is. And we cut to like an E! News special where they're talking about like Alfredo, the designer, bringing a sense of theater to Fashion Week as if it was all intentional. Yeah, like it was a
2: huge hit because of this. Yeah,
0: right. (laughs) <laughs> the the FBI gives all the girls commendations Because of their help uh, And they use it to like big dick that cop That didn't believe them earlier on <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
2: god, yeah I, I do like that there's just some guy in a suit Who walks up and says You're all getting a commendation from the FBI And then right. walks away We never see him well, again Well, one,
3: Freddie Prinze really didn't murder a person And two, they probably told that officer Hey, we're undercover, don't tell anybody
0: Yeah, I don't think the movie thought that far ahead well, no. No. anyway, we also find out that Megan's alive and well. And Freddie Prince Jr. pulls Amanda aside and is like, I owe you an apology. I'm sorry I lied to you, but I'm not sorry I met you. And I'm hoping you could forgive me and we could start over. And she's just like, I don't know you, though. <laughs> like, I have yeah. no idea who you are, really. Which I think is a reasonable response. I mean,
2: yes, there's some truth to that, but she does know him she doesn't know his name although she does at this point know his name but like
0: how does she know that any of that's true
2: though sure but like you would go on a date with him maybe I you mean, showed she him eventually. your crazy sex back move you would have gone on a date with him after this happened and you now know the truth i feel like if you meet someone who's undercover fbi and you're mad about them because that you didn't know their real name Motherfucker, they were undercover. Well,
3: uh, <laughs> there's some ethical questions about why he's undercover having sex with someone not even related to his uh case. Investigation? Yeah. yeah. Hey, man,
2: FBI agents got to find love, too, Mikey.
3: I mean, I do it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying I know it's wrong.
2: <laughs>
1: oh
2: my God. So you're saying you should only have sex if you're undercover if it pertains to the case? Usually, yeah.
3: I mean, I don't think it's a lot. I think it's frowned upon then still, but like it would make more sense. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we cut to. We think it's a couple weeks later. We don't officially know. Yeah. But she is painting, and she's kind of finished painting his face in, and she's like, "Um, I kind of am thinking of rubbing it out because I don't want the constant reminder of him, and I can't find him. His phone is disconnected. Right.
3: It's a great tip. You should always rub it out if you're thinking about an ex.
2: Absolutely. Rub it out.
3: Get get it out of your system. system. (laughs) 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 Exactly, Mikey.
2: And honestly, if you still think about him after you rub him out, then you're not ready to start dating again.
0: I, I was going to say go for round two, but sure, 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 no, sure. No, I mean, sure. but if, you're, if you rub it out and they're out of your head,
2: you're, you just miss sex. If you rub it out and you still miss them, then...
3: and you're crying. I mean, yeah. I get it.
2: Yeah. Then, then you need to you need to get over some things before you bring a, a third party into this. True.
3: Well, the best lube is tears about thinking about your ex.
0: <laughs> it's salty. Yeah, it's a it's, bad idea. It's not good lube. So she can't find him. And this is also where we find out that Candy and her co-worker best friend are now in a relationship and have just come back from Palm Springs. Yes. So she realizes that she's not ready to give up on him. And she decides that she's going to try and look for him at the aquarium, but he's not there. And as she's walking home, she runs into Hamlet and he basically says, hi, I just moved to this neighborhood. And it turns out that he found a building that faces hers with a great view, and he introduces himself again yes. with his real name. Can we just say that Hamlet
2: is probably dead on that pile of trash cans he fell into because the she sidestepped sound. It?
0: That Foley is almost as good as the tea kettle it's, against Rosebud. I know head. it's
1: insane.
2: We never see him again. That dog died from his injuries hours after falling into those trash no, cans, bro.
3: They never do. The dogs you want to pass away from your injuries, they never die.
2: Oh, Mikey. Oh, Mikey. <laughs> there are places that will take your dog, Mikey.
3: Yeah, hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that he got promoted to a desk job with the FBI. Yes. And so he takes her upstairs to his apartment and they look out the window and they realize that it looks down onto her apartment.
1: Creepy. Yeah. Okay.
0: Creepy. And this is where he gets weak in the knees. Oh, and my they God. And they They close the blinds, and he says, hey, can you do that thing with your back? And And that's that's the movie! movie. All right, so having seen it, having
2: talked about it, how do you guys feel? I still love it. I still love it. I don't care. Fully. I fully love this movie. I am looking forward to signing these copies and sending them out into the world and to see where they end up because I feel like (laughs) everyone should watch this movie. I mean, knowing it's bad. Like, it's fully a very... Very bad movie But it's one of those movies That's so bad You need to watch it
3: Todd I did not like this movie In like Any sort of Theatrical sense But I did like this movie That it was real dumb
2: Yeah I mean same
3: Do you guys think that They're still together
2: No <laughs> I don't know man not. If you find a girl That can do a back thing You hold on to that uh, what do we think
0: the back thing is? I think oh. that's a more important question than what do we think they're still together. What do you think she's doing with her back?
3: I think she can do like a 180 like the exorcist.
0: Oh, oh God. Oh, I don't want that. You're doing
2: it doggy style. She turns all the way around to look. Yeah. Oh. So it's like it's like
3: all the good things about missionary and all the good things. about dogs.
2: She's like she's like reverse cowgirl, but she can <laughs> bend her head back and kiss you. Spider-Man style. No,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> Gross. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think they're still together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Let's talk about fun facts. Yeah, let's
2: do some fun facts, Paige, because I want to know them.
0: So there's not a ton, especially there's not a lot of money facts on this one, aside from what we've already talked about. Right. Um, but you might be interested to know that Amanda's character displays symptoms of something called Stendhal syndrome, which is a condition where seeing a beautiful piece of art or something particularly pleasing to the eye can cause symptoms of dizziness and fainting. Wow. You looked mm-hmm. up what
2: that's called?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Um, you might also be interested to know that Claire Danes was originally set to play the lead role.
3: Oh, man, she dodged a bullet.
0: And Monica Potter was originally uh, auditioning for Candy with an eye. Um, but because Claire Danes dropped out, Monica Potter was moved into the role as Candy Nice, and they cast somebody else.
2: I wonder why Claire Danes dropped out. I I guess she must have finally read the script,
0: but Uh, (laughs) when he throws that knife and it nails that fly, that shot sequence is taken nearly shot for shot from a movie called Guac Chen Ling Ling Chat from 1994, which is a Kung Fu film. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow uh,
0: okay
2: I know. That's bonkers
0: Now here's what's extra crazy is that Freddie Prince Jr. was the first choice for the role Because they had written the script For him
3: <laughs> oh, Of course I mean this makes perfect sense to me
0: <laughs> I have a review I want to read You of this
2: movie and remember this Fun fact <laughs> when I read it to you
0: Amazing uh, Shalom Harlow Sarah O'Hare and Tomiko Fraser were who play three of the Models were real life Models before being cast in the film. And Shalom Harlow has actually said that she lived in a model house much like this. The only one who technically wasn't a model is Ivana Milisevic, who is an actress who just happens to have a very striking face. And she is also in a movie called Catfight, which also includes the line I've got the runs, I mean, I've got a run. <laughs> you find these fun facts. fun
2: facts that is an insanely wow. like weird connection that you managed to find <laughs>
1: yep.
2: that's amazing Paige. so thank, thank you for you. those awesome awesome fun facts do you guys want to talk some box
0: office yeah oh i yeah. want to do that review first okay like, okay
2: this is a review of head over heels it was published the review was published in 2002 by james okay. sanford of the time he was at Uh, The Kalamazoo Gazette. I don't know if he's still there, but that's where the review was published. And it says, when your script calls for a suave, mysterious leading man and the best you can come up with is the bubble bright Freddie Prince Jr., it's time to do some serious recasting.
0: Oh, damn. And the script was written for him. (laughs) It was written for him, but like we all, the three of us came up with better options yeah. That would have been, you know. It also seems like it was written by him. So, like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't think it was written by him, but for him I thought was really interesting. I was surprised to hear that. It doesn't
2: 100% seem like it was written by anybody.
1: <laughs> so
2: let's talk some box office, though. So what do you think the production budget was for this movie? It's 2001. Remember that.
0: It's 2001. I'm going to put it at $2 million.
2: Okay.
3: Eight and a half million dollars.
2: Okay. Mikey is closer at fourteen million dollars.
0: Oh no. Yeah.
2: Oh no. Oh, how much money did it make? We'll talk about that in a second. That's about 20, 21, almost twenty-one million dollars today. That's how much this movie oh, cost. To oh make. oh, oh no. my god. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. All right. So this movie came out peak Valentine's Day time period, February second, two thousand one. It was seventh at the box office its opening weekend. It was beat by movies such as the number one movie that weekend, The Wedding Planner. Oh, yeah. Number two was Valentine. Number three, Cast Away. Number four, the Julia Stiles vehicle, Save the Last Dance. (laughs) Number five, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Number six was Traffic. And number seven was Head Over Heels. Oh, this
0: movie didn't make shit. This this (laughs) movie didn't make shit. There's so <gasps> many other things to see.
2: Yeah, uh, those are all good movies, too. <laughs> the only one of those I have not seen is Valentine, honestly. I've seen all and yeah. like almost all of the other ones. So what do you think it made its opening weekend? Let's do just that.
0: $400,000.
2: <laughs> it was seventh page. Come on, be fair. $1 okay, million. Okay.
0: Yeah, $1 million.
2: It made $4 million. In fact, I'll get oh, specific. Okay. It was $4.8 million. That it made in its opening weekend. So what do you think it went on to make domestically?
3: Ten.
0: It made four. Yeah, I think ten. Ten sounds about right. Yeah, so ten point
2: three million dollars. Total domestic.
0: And I I have seen
2: because where I look at these, it doesn't it doesn't have like box office numbers and stuff like that for movies that are this old. But I did see on Wikipedia that it had made a total of thirteen point one million dollars. But. I can't substantiate that anywhere that is based in anything other than just what people have said online. Like Wikipedia is not the most reliable source for that information. Right, 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 right. right. right, So it it may have made up to $13.1 million, which is still $900,000 less than the production budget. It did not make money.
0: Well, it did make another $18 from us this week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I bet Amazon's like, Who's why? Why is why is there such a run on head over heels?
0: When we went to go buy this on Amazon because we had to buy the DVDs, it said right. four in stock, and, and I mine was like, said, "Yeah, mine
2: said six in stock when I bought mine." <laughs> so that means someone else bought it in between you and me, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and and so I was
0: just like. Well, they're about to see three of these. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You guys better scrounge up some more.
2: Seriously, Paige, (laughs) sign your copy and send it to us, and we will sign it and then apple it and give it away. That's your box office. So this week, Paige, you made us buy and watch Head Over Heels. Mikey, what are you making us watch next
3: week? I've decided we're going to do the movie Mannequin. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes!
2: All right. I don't think I've ever seen it. I know I've seen Mannequin too because it was on the TV all the time when I was a kid. I'm not sure I've ever seen mannequin
0: I don't think I have I think I've seen part of mannequin I don't know that I've seen it in full Alright so
2: your homework for next week Is to stand as still as possible In a department store While wine drunk And then <laughs> watch mannequin Perfect So Mikey do you have a review for us to read? I do Awesome and if you guys want Mikey to read your review Leave us a five star review Mikey who's you gonna read this week? Wonder. A while. Well, wondered out a while. What do you got to say? They say, the thing is,
3: I love them.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love them I don't these know why listening to these insanely charismatic people recap movies I've seen at least 20 times is so entertaining, but it is. <laughs> it's a two sentence review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that it? <laughs> if you like romantic movies, or if you just like to dunk on them, you'll like romancing the pod. <laughs> All right. Five stars.
2: I like that. I like that review. Short, sweet, and to the point. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want Mikey to read your review, leave us a five-star review. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin. And that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on. But Paige gets around, and she is on two other podcasts
0: That's gonna be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I am Todd. And you complete us. To shit.
3: completion.
2: Tootle pit. Laters, babies!
3: Can you do that thing with your back?
2: I knew you were gonna say it, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You gross <laughs> <laughs> funny I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>